0: in conflict breaking news what's going on elizabeth
1: well david so i mean is this for real there have been british statements coming out against russia that have been coming out and they've been intensifying and they've been coming out from the country's highest ranking military and security ranks
0: what do you think about this maybe they were smoking weeds that morning (laughs) it's not a joke it's not a laughing matter but it's ridiculous what they are saying basically on a serious note here what they are saying is basically the question that some have been asking is you know can uk take on russia by itself which is a joke i mean come on let's be realistic because immediately immediately after the brexit we all see now where britain is headed towards you know right. then now it's becoming like sort of uh uh it's lost uk is lost does not know what to do so the statements like this uh, sort of what is the purpose of something like this you know that becomes the question of the day and the short answer to that is that's a way for britain to send signals to washington that hey america you only have one european nation that can stand with you is mm-hmm. the uk but we all know uk can't do squat about that but they can't take on russia by themselves so i truly don't understand what is the purpose of a statement like this coming from the chief of staff but is that- here is the contradictory thing if i may uh, quickly mm-hmm. elizabeth here here's the contradictory to this this sta- the, what you just said which because it was a statement issued by the uh, the chief of staff you know at the same time he has stated that the war with russia is closer than ever as has the former director of the british foreign intelligence mi6 who confirmed that there is a state of unconventional war in this country with russia You know, it just when you read stuff like this or you come across a statement like this, it makes your head spin because it doesn't make any sense. The Brits are just opening their mouth with no direction whatsoever. It has no meaning whatsoever what they are saying.
1: Well, and so, you know, this is such an interesting thing because this you didn't find this in in Western media, did you?
0: No, I did not. I had, as a matter of fact, because I speak uh, some foreign languages, so <laughs> I had to. I had to translate this one to understand it, and I can no. see why. Uh, sort of the Western media is not gonna report something like this. It's because it just doesn't make any sense for the Western media to say, uh-uh, "We don't want to expose this. We only want to show how Britain is standing with America." Fighting the eternal enemy Russia, when in reality they can't do squat about it. And so, what is your take on why?
1: Why is the UK do? Why is Britain doing this? Is it to stand up to? Is it to stand up for Ukraine?
0: Well, no, no. Because here is the thing: uh, the uh, uh, Britain, you know, even what you hear, you know british new some some newspapers inside britain reported that the army had drawn up a plan to take down about 600 special ops special forces troops in the event of a military invasion of ukraine but they told ukraine they britain told ukraine don't expect us to come in and sort of uh, join you in a fight against russia because What are you, crazy for us to take on uh, Russia? That just doesn't make any sense. So the question becomes based on what you ask is why uh, England is doing all this. It just, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned, it's uh, trying to send a message to Washington that it is the European most powerful ally capable of confronting Russia. Mm. Yeah. And why is this? Why is this, uh, Elizabeth, important? Because yesterday I had an interview with Sputnik in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was the same question that came from the host uh, in Washington, D.C. He said, you know, what do you make out of Germany making arrangements for their new chancellor, Olaf Scholz, to meet with Vladimir Putin? Here -hmm. is what's important about that. Germany making arrangements without consulting Washington
1: so does that mean that the sway that the u.s currently has is declining
0: exactly and that tells you also the division that exists within europe Mm -hmm. and because uk withdraw from the Brexit, which means it's not part of the european union anymore now uk is lost Mm because it's by itself
1: yes that's a really important i think that's a really really important point and i think that that is one of the things you're speaking to about what is the uk supposed to do by itself against russia what would it do
0: they can they can't do squad because first of all you cannot compare the military strength of russia to that of uk that's that's a given it's a fact second thing the strength of britain that it used to be it's not there anymore uk today on the global stage and i'm going to use the term is irrelevant Mm -hmm. it is irrelevant so for these hypes that coming out of london it's nothing but a but a but a, a bravado no more no less to send a message to washington to the hawks saying we stand by you like what they did with taiwan remember When UK sent its naval assets to the uh, uh, South China Sea. What does, I mean, they can't do anything about it. So what are we doing all this? It's because Britain is left by itself in Europe. That is where the challenge that they are facing today. And this is why when I came across this, it didn't make sense to me. And I talked to you. and was like, hey, uh, Elizabeth. We need to let our viewers know about this for them to have a clear understanding should ever Western media decide to report on this few days from now.
1: Well, so this is what man, what an interesting, what an interesting sort of change of power that that's happening. The next uh, episode that we're going to do actually has to do with sort of the restructuring of global power that's happening right now. But do you see this as another move that uh, that that basically is trying to keep NATO relevant? is this because we hear all of this conversation about, you know, going after Russia and pushing up against their lines and their boundaries. But I, it's not even, it's not even necessarily clear to me why that's happening. Like, it's not, it's not a clear narrative as to what the reason is. Is it just to stop Russia's expansion?
0: No, let me address you. You have a, a, an interesting statement or question here, mm-hmm. but it has two parts to it. I'll address the NATO first, then I'll address okay. the second part the why. For the NATO, there is an upcoming meeting. It's going to take, uh, I think, on January 12th or January 15th. I'm going to confirm the dates so our viewers will have an idea. So the meeting is going to be under the Council of the uh, uh, NATO Security. And mm-hmm. basically, it's going to be between NATO and Russia believe it or not they're gonna meet you know why they're gonna meet they're gonna meet to discuss russia proposals as far as what russia provided nato the eight talking points remember mm-hmm. this we talked to about. guess what they never responded to russia about it so they want to talk about this one second part to this is has to do with what you mentioned about being relevant because mm-hmm. nato is realizing they are losing their relevancy because what is the purpose of NATO today? You know. Yes. Uh, yeah. This That's conflict. My yeah. Of, yeah. This conflict of Ukraine provide them that sort of air to breathe, a justification, a raison d'être. Mm-hmm. The saying, See, we're still relevant. We still exist. The second part to your question about why are Britain doing this? Well, beside what I said about the uh, to appear appear uh, supportive of the United States. Uh, UK will continue this calculated escalations with Russia. You know, first, it's going to do it on the basis of its security convictions that mm-hmm. Russia poses a threat. Where mm-hmm. Have we read this before? Right. You know? Second, also, in order to win, for Britain, in order to win the sympathy of Eastern European countries with EU membership. Hmm. Got it. See what I'm getting at? Yeah. It's it's a strategic move, you know, uh, but uh, UK is also realizing that the geopolitical dynamics on, on the global scale is changing faster that they can compete with or they can accommodate.
1: What an interesting so I, I I'm very interested in, in the way that you're framing this, because it is true when UK left, when Brexit happened, you know, if they're not allied with the United States, if they're not allied with the EU, where are their where are their allies?
0: That's it. They have none. Oh, yeah. they're going to, you know, that's it. Australia can support, for example, the the the, the major trades with UK. They can, they can, they can right. support that. You know, what is your what is the uh, UK left with? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Let alone their economy is already in shambles and Boris right. Johnson has just lost his party what received the, the one of the worst defeats for the Labour Party
1: well boris johnson is um yeah, yeah because because
0: he realized <laughs> yeah, now here yeah. what a big mistake he made by exiting from uh, the eu the brexit so so what's left for uk nothing it's just to ride to hitchhike on the wagon with the united states whatever the master says they're gonna mm-hmm. just follow because basically they can't take on russia by themselves they don't have the means to do it, you know, no, not
1: even close. No.
0: And even even for the United States, mm-hmm. you know, even for the United States, you know, they're going to have to think twice. You know, uh, there was the question right now that some geopolitical analysts, I'm one of them asking that questions. Will there be a military confrontation? You know, I, I lean towards saying I rule that out. Yeah. And I rule it. Why? Because first, uh, the United States knew, they knew that ahead of time that any any war would drain it more than it was drained before, right? And American people is not gonna want to. You know, we had enough confrontations and right. and, and said. Second thing, hypothetically, the U.S. getting involved. Guess who's gonna be the beneficiary? China. Yeah. Yeah. So. But also we're going to have to consider that Russia knew also that entering into Ukraine will turn into a difficult guacmire to get rid of.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, we get asked this question a lot, but, Mm -hmm. you know, do you see that happening? Do you you see? Okay,
0: no, no, I don't see it only in one condition. And I stand by my my conviction regarding this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm wrong. But the way I see it, the only way Russia will move forward yeah. is if NATO or the US expand their presence near Russia's border.
1: You know, I wonder how the world would see it if it was NATO who expanded first. You know, it's obviously whoever controls the narrative, right? Whoever controls the narrative is 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 the person who controls everything
0: exactly <laughs> exactly but here is the thing here is the mm-hmm. thing why putin is very shrewd that's why he went ahead three weeks ago and presented nato and the u.s with right. the eight talking points that was his way of saying i'm throwing the ball in your court yes and- it's a, it's a strategic move
1: and and i speaking to that you know when he had the call with president biden i think that was maybe last week or the week before that when he had that call that was another one of those moments where he reached out and said hey look this is me actually putting the effort forth to to in good faith be cooperative
0: exactly that was by the way the phone call was on december 30th that's when it took place yeah Yeah, the recent one. But the idea, the idea of well, you're absolutely correct. You're correct in your assessments, is that was Putin's way of saying he didn't do it for America, he did it for the world to see that if I ever if I Putin ever get into Ukraine, it's because the Western never respected my or took into consideration my interests. That is the reason why Putin behaved the way he behaved. I think it was a shrewd move and this is why NATO now wants to meet with russia come january 12th or 15. i'm gonna confirm that date because mm-hmm. i like to follow up on that meeting and see what's gonna come out of it the one thing that i know for fact if i may one thing that i know for fact is that russia made it clear it will be no concessions mm. they made it clear
1: yeah no on, concessions. The, on the eight on the eight talking points or exactly it, yeah. on that
0: it will be no concessions Because that's their security. I mean, how would you feel? How would you feel if all of a sudden we find out that uh, Russia or China moving the naval assets to the Gulf of Florida, right, or Hawaii? How would you feel? Right, same thing. You know. So why is it good for us and not for them? You know, like I always say in foreign policy, you can't have that double standard. You can't be saying one thing and doing another you send in conflicting messages and anytime you send conflicting messages in international relations that 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 decrease or sort of impact your credibility you have no yeah. more credibility
1: well and and i think that's something that that we all here in the united states and you and i especially want to mm-hmm. see we want to see policy that that really builds credibility that builds cooperation that builds people coming back together yeah and... well, that's
0: exactly what we're doing what we're doing that's mm-hmm. why we present those you know some sort of short analysis to our view i i hope somebody some politicians in washington is watching this so if you are a politician watching this take notes so yeah that's the whole reason for why we're doing what we're doing because that's yeah. our way of contributing to creating a peaceful path for coexistence for all of us because i can assure you Mm-hmm. A war with Russia, it's not gonna be pretty.
1: No, and and I think uh so I I would love to ask you what you think of the upcoming meeting between NATO and Russia. What do you sort of foresee happening there?
0: Well, the, the NATO's gonna wanna buy time. Mm-hmm. NATO's gonna wanna buy time. It's because for a simple reason to justify its relevancy yeah the longer you drag the conflict the more its existence nato its existence is justified russia wouldn't want to fall into that trap russia's gonna say we need answers yeah otherwise you know the 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 situation stands which is not good for ukraine anyway yeah You you know because russia i guarantee you this knowing what i know i guarantee you this russia is not gonna compromise when it comes down to its access to the black sea that's a choke point for russia and yeah. they will not allow it they will go to a war for that one well
1: so i uh, and and i apologize for asking you so many questions no but no I'm no genuinely interested in some of this because you know as we are watching the global mm-hmm. order shift around and mm-hmm. it's happened throughout history right this isn't the first time that you know that the global order has shifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually constantly shifting as different countries grow and different com- countries shrink. Um, but what what do you see happening if NATO if if it becomes very clear that NATO isn't relevant? Do you think it would end up being replaced by something else? Um, ha- you know what what do you see happening if they do if the world does decide? Hey, you know what? NATO's not relevant anymore
0: that's an interesting question and i'm not saying interesting to bother you up because i don't do that i'm straightforward with this it's an interesting question and why is that it's because there is a conversation inside europe right now Mm -hmm. about the formation of its own military uh, uh, force shall we Mm -hmm. say but even in europe europe cannot stand on its feet europe still have to depend on its on the united states for to manage it because if Europeans couldn't manage their own affairs, you know, they won't be able to establish a force because it requires a lot of resources. So basically what is going to be happening with NATO is NATO is going to be dragging conflicts to justify, you know, and a little longer because remember, we have now Ukraine, but don't forget about Taiwan. Okay, right. don't forget about Iran. Okay, don't forget about North Korea. Don't forget, you know, Libya. Don't forget, it. there are other hot spots when NATO is gonna be. You know, since when, for example, after the war on terror, NATO got involved. Mm. When well, NATO, NATO is not trained for the war on terror. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's, yeah. So what's gonna be happening with NATO? it's they gonna be sort of extending, uh, just dragging the time? You know, the sad part of all this, which most Americans have no clue that we are financing NATO, and what do we get out of it? Right. Our taxpayer, our tax money, what are we getting out of it? I will say personally, and I speak for myself, and I hope some of my fellow Americans also come to this understanding, it's time to bring that money here and use it right here at home. What are we spending money in Germany, maintaining a large force there? You know, I found out that the bill, for example, for electricity, electricity for one month is about a million dollars
1: oh my god
0: for us for us
1: yeah
0: it's not their money it's ours and they waste in it so so dissolve NATO Mm -hmm. Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore and the world is changing whether we like it or not yeah so that's
1: a great point the world is changing whether we like it or
0: not it's a reality it's a reality and I think when you hear statements like coming out of the chief of staff uh, the high ranking officers in in britain it's 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 ludicrous it's yeah. ludicrous we know uk is irrelevant we know nato is becoming a relic
1: i'll say this a couple of ways because you know there is a lot of conflict going on right now there's a lot of mm-hmm. conflict going on everywhere in the world mm-hmm. but that conflict is changing and you know as we're seeing russia becoming less and less of an enemy and less and less sort of portrayed as an enemy and exactly. because you know russia is a huge country big russia Very is a big. huge country and and in, instead of fighting with those countries integrating mm. them and having them be part of the the one world that we all are
0: exactly they're the,
1: the, much better
0: exactly and all they are asking for are guarantees that nato does not expand eastward that's all they're asking for. Yeah. Simple. Very, very, very simple. We complicate in matters because that creates an opportunity for NATO to still exist. That mm. is where the issue is. So.
1: You know, psychologically, there is uh there's a phenomena, right? So if a kid doesn't get enough attention, yeah, then yeah. they start to cause problems. Yeah. So, um, so I
0: I did that when I was a kid.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> many of
0: us did. We that all did. <laughs> But yeah, you know, that
1: phenomena. We uh, we we like to joke that you know we're we're just children in adult bodies. Mm-hmm. But you know a lot of the a lot of the strategies that we learned as kids are what we take out into the world, and we see that in geopolitics all the time. And this seems like a little bit of a case of that that, you know, NATO needs to keep itself relevant. They need the attention to keep themselves mm-hmm. relevant. And so, you know, instead of perhaps, you know, there are some real problems in the world. I mean, some real serious problems that we're facing in the world right now, one of them is the debt spiral. One of them is, you know, mass starvation and homelessness. Those are huge problems mm-hmm. and repurposing uh, and, and places where wars are horrendous. That's really happening. Right. That, I mean, that's happening right now and to, to repurpose that towards the things that would do the most for the people that are most in, in those horrible situations, you know, it, it might be time to, to start, start letting go of some of the old stories that we've had, some of the old paradigms that we've had and move towards new ones because the need is there.
0: Do you agree with that? Exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. And this is one of the things we, at least for us, we're gonna be addressing this year, 2022, because mm-hmm. those are the topics of interest that we want our viewers. And this is why, sort of, we 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 the one that requires more details and more. We do them on locals, you know. We do have the membership because, as we all know yeah look at that guys down. that's our link to the locals geopolitics.locals.com it's because the platform there gives us the opportunity to talk freely we yeah. all know where this is going with this censorship stuff and and based on what you said this is where we want to go that direction unfortunately this platform does not allow us that opportunity
1: but this one, Lo- this one Yeah, those ones, that. those ones do. That. That's correct.
0: So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also for our members, make sure to check out our uh, geopoliticsinconflict.com. That's usually where we have uh, uh, our members and we do we do presentations and we are working on a very interesting presentation regarding uh, whether the south is going to go nu- nuclear or not
1: yes that is we have two yes we have two presentations and tomorrow there's a members only q a so if you're a member on geopoliticsinconflict.com tomorrow and they're very small and we do them on zoom so you know you guys actually get a chance to talk to us so if you want to check that out at geopolit uh sorry geopolitics
0: dot com. i got you covered thank, I got you. You, back, so. <laughs> thank you david I- and also for friday we're gonna have our live stream regular tomorrow you'll mm-hmm. you uh you'll, you'll upload that topic stuff we're gonna decide on this tomorrow morning and mm-hmm. we look forward to a productive productive conversations on friday so oh i want
1: to point out um, yeah go ahead good so david did you already post it on locals i did, did. okay I,
0: I already did
1: so david posted a video because a lot of you guys are asking about kazakhstan and what's happening so david did a deep dive video go check it out on geopolitics.locals.com
0: and i put it for everybody in locals you know usually just for our viewers to know we do have some other videos that goes for our members also because but it is on local uh, locals i already did this one anything to add elizabeth
1: Uh, that's it we're about to get on another live stream on the changing paradigms Uh, but thank you guys
0: exactly so uh, as always guys thank you for your support and always remember stay informed till next time bye-bye